Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. This day last week, we all woke up to the news that after months of concerns and speculation, Russia had launched its invasion of Ukraine. This morning, we woke up to the news that more than a million people have now fled the country. It's Thursday, March 3rd. Here's your News Fix. More than a million people have fled Ukraine since the invasion began, which is approximately 2% of the country's population. Time magazine described it as, quote, an exodus without precedent in this century for its speed. The UN warned there could be as many as 4 million people that flee, most of them to neighboring countries in Europe. The Russian government is now acknowledging there have been casualties on their side in the last week, stating 498 of their soldiers have been killed and a further 1,500 injured. Russian oligarch Roman Abramovich is to sell Chelsea Football Club. His statement on Wednesday also revealed a charitable foundation would be set up where all proceeds will be for the benefit of all victims of the war in Ukraine. Now in some news that broke this morning, Russian and Belarusian athletes will now no longer be allowed to participate in the Paralympic Winter Games. Sky News described it as a stunning U-turn. The Paralympic Committee was heavily criticised for initially saying the athletes could participate but as neutrals. And speaking of the Olympics and Paralympics, US officials claim Chinese authorities asked their Russian counterparts in early February to ensure an invasion did not occur until after the Beijing Winter Olympics. Remember that President Putin was with President Xi Jinping in China on the day of the opening ceremony of the Games. In terms of what's happening today, a second round of talks between Ukrainian and Russian delegations will take place in Belarus later. As CNN noted, they met on Monday for five hours of talks, but there was no breakthrough, just a commitment to meet again. Now, lastly on this story, if you read one thing today or even this week, please let it be a profile piece from the Financial Times. Vladimir Putin, Russia's resentful leader, takes the world to war. It was actually published last Friday, but makes for such an insightful read about Putin that they made it free to non-subscribers. In fact, the Financial Times actually announced on Wednesday they would be making key Ukraine coverage free to read for everyone. The profile piece that we mentioned on President Putin is honestly such a fascinating read. To give some quick insight into just how fascinating it is, it starts by saying, quote, Growing up in a communal apartment in Leningrad, a young Vladimir Putin liked to chase rats across stairwell with sticks. One day he spotted a particularly huge rat and drove it into a corner. Suddenly, it threw itself at him, trying to leap onto Putin's head in its bid to escape. The incident taught Russia's president a lesson he carried for decades. Everyone should keep this in mind. You should never drive anyone into a corner, he said. Now, in terms of what else is going on, something we're keeping an eye on is Melinda French Gates, who sat down for her first interview about her split with her husband of 27 years, Bill Gates, last May. In the interview, which airs on CBS at 12pm Irish UK time today, Melinda says she couldn't trust what we had, following Bill's previous infidelities. In May last year, the wealthy couple made the surprise announcement they were ending their marriage. The statement said, quote, After a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage. Going on to say, we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple. We've included a teaser to the interview in today's newsletter. In climate coverage, ongoing floods in Sydney have led to the deaths of at least 13 people and caused at least 200,000 to flee their homes. According to Reuters, authorities have described it as a one in a 1,000 year event. The report also stated that the city of Brisbane experienced around 80% of its annual rainfall in just three days. 
And lastly, today marks one year since Sarah Everard was kidnapped by former police officer Wayne Cousins while walking home in southwest London. Her body was found a week later and the murder sparked a reckoning with gender-based violence. Cousins was ultimately given a whole life sentence, meaning he will never be released from jail. In marking the first anniversary, Sarah Everard's family released a statement in tribute of her. It says, quote, We remember her today as every day with all our love. Our lives have changed forever and we live with the sadness of our loss. Sarah was wonderful and we miss her all the time. That's today's fix. Have a great day.